Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I want to talk about Big Randy's game for a minute. You know the little bump shots he hits from just off the green? That hybrid might seem like an obvious idea now. Who wouldn't want the best parts of a long iron and a fairway wood mixed together? But before the first hybrid clubs went on the market 20 years ago, somebody had to invent that. And that's what Cooper has done with its new Discoverer Rugged Trek truck tire. Combining the improved grip and aggressive look of an off-road tire with a smooth, quiet ride of a road tire. The Rugged Trek is a hybrid that gives you the best of both worlds. It's an invention so good that in another 20 years, it'll just seem so obvious. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Crash Course Podcast. I've got the big guy here. Randy, what's going on? Oh my gosh, Neil. Uh, not much. Just a pleasure to be with you. Always a treat to uh, to talk golf courses with my strap brother. Uh, what are we talking about today? We are going down to the cradle of golf, American golf, Pinehurst, North Carolina, and we're talking about the OG. Number the original. one, numeral uno, Pinehurst number one. It's a lot of history. A lot of history for golf in this part of the country. Do you know how old this course is, Randy? Oh, gosh. Off the top of my head, what is it? It's the year 2020. I mean, definitely over 100 years old. Does it sneak back into the, the 1800s, maybe? It, it does. Uh, 1895, when oh. Pinehurst was founded, almost by accident, as a wellness retreat for, for the folks up north taking the railroad down. That's right. Our guy Tufts. That's right. A big name around Boston. Um, and Pinehurst number one, uh, was founded in 1897, uh, when resort guests were spotted hitting white balls into the cow pasture. Founder James Walker Tufts asked a local doctor, Leroy Culver, to plot out the resort's first official holes for this emerging pastime. I'm getting this from golfpass.com. Randy, I know you love that. Oh, of course. Utilizing golfpass. And I love citing sources. Of course. And uh, then guess who showed up in 1900 from Scotland? Oh, I know. I know. The good doctor. They, they brought him in out of the bullpen. They sure did. And he routed the 18 holes and became, I believe, like the kind of just godfather, superintendent, you know, master of everything down at Pinehurst. Welcome to Donnie's place. <laughs> the Dornick Cottage, if, if anybody ever has the chance, is beyond, beyond a treat. It is very cool. But it sounds like number one was kind of already there. And then, you know, Donnie did what he could. And then number two, he was like, nah, this is this is my place now. I'm that, I'm doing two. I'm doing three. Get out of the way. Here, here we go. That um, two two is truly Donnie's house. 
two is like welcome welcome to donnie's place in a big yeah. way yeah. uh so comparing i guess number one versus number two what what are your uh what are your comparisons yeah um I, honestly they're pretty stark i i think two let, well let's start with two i mean there's so much has been writ written and um filmed on number two like i when i play i've played number two i think three times very fortunate and it just beats me up i'm constantly on defense um and it's just all around the greens right those greens are so difficult there's so much slope i feel like i am always fearful that i'm going to make a wrong step and the ball's going to roll off the hole and it's just like oh well there's a double or a triple um and number one is nothing like that number one is i mean we've we've talked about it it, it defines golf as a leisure activity it is a nice walk the greens are you know in comparison to two not that punishing at all um of course there's still some interest in them but uh, number one is is it would be a great course to play getting into pinehurst day one uh maybe a warm-up course or like end of trip like hey man we we need some confidence back before we go home uh get on over to number one it, it's just it's more about the walk it's more about just decompressing hitting some good golf shots uh that's how i think about the two it, it my do you agree with that no 100 percent. i got the sense that piners number one one you can feel the history you're out there walking along the horse track the equestrian center um i know you're a big harness racing guy randy so we saw some of our dudes rolling around that track uh, right. a little faster than I expected on the yeah. harness track out by they number four, number five. Um, and there are houses on the property, but at no point during our round did I feel hemmed in. There's a yeah. ton of width out there and you feel like it's, it's like what, 6,000 yards, 6,100 yards, but you don't feel like it's a tight course. And when you compare yeah. that to number three at Pinehurst, I think that's, you know, those two are probably a better comparison um, for being a very short, golf course it doesn't feel tight which i appreciated so i think the word leisure is definitely what defines uh pinehurst number one and defines um you know maybe golf when it started right kind of like hey man yeah. this isn't really a sport this is kind of what we're going to do after we we bet on the ponies and have a, a few mint juleps uh <laughs> you know like that let's go nice. out that sounds great i had a delightful time we played a morning round um it and was i think chilly. i used yeah, it was. And I think I use the analogy with you that it felt like paddle tennis versus regular tennis of like, mm. you know, let's just let's just shrink the game a little bit. You're still going to get a little bit like we might work up a little sweat. But, uh, you know, if you want to have a couple cold beers while you're doing it, uh, feel free. You know, it's it was a, a good chance to catch up with you and double bogey Dave and Ben. And I thought we had a, a delightful time out there. Um, so overall, I agree with you. If you if you have the chance to for two reasons, one, if you have the chance to play number one, it's great to squeeze in, kind of bookend a trip to Pinehurst. And two, I thought it gave me a, a really good sense of the history of the place of like, hey, here's what it looked like 100 years ago. And it still seems pretty true to that, um, you know, even with some of the houses and even with some of the development around the course, especially on the back nine. Yeah. And um, if, if you're headed over that, um, the racetrack, there's an excellent little greasy spoon uh, breakfast spot in there called the track the the track diner I, you can't miss it but um 
totally with you folks uh, for that reason you know just just to really get the full 360 degree feel of pinehurst i think i think one is is important to play for that reason and i also played all around with hickories which the uh, resort will provide uh if requested in the pro shop and i thought it was an awesome way to uh you know if the ballpark's shrinking i need to maybe shrink you know roll back the technology on myself you know be the change you wish to see randy uh yeah. and i felt like that also helped me uh enjoy the course um you know enjoy the course more i should say uh the only issue i had with the set of hickories i had i had a center shafted putter which was really giving me some fits i don't know how zach johnson does that um but it and it's also tough sometimes the niblick can be difficult to chip with you know the the all-purpose wedge it's hard to get um, in niblick nation it is difficult to get in niblick nation uh so i i was a little flustered around the uh around the greens um but otherwise i thought it was a, a delightful round of golf it was it was um you know at no point during the walk are you going to get tired or out of breath it, it's just a very nice walk you hit some golf shots you catch up with friends um golf I, I think you said it best earlier golf as it truly used to be um and still is but uh all right let's talk uh do you have any holes that stand out to you favorite holes yeah i mean one was the ultimate handshake big kind of big dumb and wide maybe not big kind of mini <laughs> dumb and wide par four you know, but with some good scenery, kind of down the hill, you got the uh, the horse track in the background, the water tower, kind of a, a really good warm up hole. I really like the stretch um, three green into four when you play like four is the downhill dog leg right uh, par four uh, around the track. So you kind of get that feel of nostalgia there, um, along with some like kind of old school Donald Ross vibes where the fairway kind of drops down into a ravine and then the green side sits up um kind of nestled into a hill and i think number four and number eight both felt that way um where you're you're kind of hitting up over a hill or on top of a hill and then you have this big you know 150 yard maybe 170 yard shot into a green but it's over it's over fairway but fairway that goes down at least 50 feet um mm -hmm. so you're kind of hitting from high spot to high spot which you know, the more I play Donald Ross courses, the more I see how good he is at, at setting greens into into hills and kind of up on the high ground. You know, we got to have that high ground, brother. We, for sure. For he knew it. He 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 was no dummy. Yeah. Wow. So I, I think my honestly, and then I think five two dog leg left, kind of shorter par four. Um, uh, so that's six. That's six. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of five then, um, which plays from the track. The hole I just described is number five. Five, well, so five is a par three. Um, okay, I was right then. So number yeah. four was right, then there's a par three, and then there's number six. And six. And six is one that I had written down as well. Sharp dog leg left um, forces you to make a decision off the tee. You know, I think total yardage from, from the back tees is like 375 yards. We were playing it. Uh, I believe we were playing one-ups, maybe. Um, maybe not. Um but yeah, it's a you know you can try to get really aggressive with a drive. Uh, you can hit three wood. You can hit hybrid, and then um, just a fun little green there. But uh, you better turn it over right to left. Exactly, exactly. That's the whole key. And then there are gosh, at least three. I think four little bunkers on the inside of that dog leg. 
making sure you, you know that it's not just an easy hit it wherever yeah um, and then the, the other one that i wanted to call attention to is another part three number nine um just a a, a short I, from the back tees it plays like 148 yards um so it's just a short iron i thought that green was really interesting it's kind of tiered um there's like a left tier and a right tier uh and there's like some spines or humps going on in it i, I just thought for having a short club it, it was one of the more interesting greens on the whole course i thought and made for some really fun interesting pin positions the day we played it that pin was like way up front just over this bunker um that that really required a, a good shot to get close to it yeah and it also i think that hole was actually added later to the routing because you kind of have to walk to the green and then walk back to get to number 10 um i think they squeezed it in because was it I'm not sure which hole they had to take a hole for another course at Pinehurst. Mm. Um, so that was added later on. I, I would say I preferred the front nine to the back nine. Um, 18 was great. It was very similar to the 18th on Pinehurst number four. Only this one uh, was a par five, uh, about the same length. And, yeah, and very, sim- <laughs> you know, very short par five. And then the one over on four is a part long par four. So kind of, a good juxtaposition of like the old, you know, the, the old school game versus the modern game yeah, uh, and how it, you know, how you're going to set a course up relative to par, even though par is irrelevant. <laughs> um, all right. What else? We, do you remember what you shot? I shot an 86, which uh, was, right. you, nipped uh, you know, among the toughest scenes of, uh, of the year. Um, I mean, it was kind of, you know, day three or day four on our, jaunt through pinehurst so i don't think we were out there trying to to post a number but what what did we do randy we had fun we had fun and we hit cups oh and we hit cups of course strap boys always hit cups um well you saying how bad your 86 is really makes me feel great about my 87 with (laughs) modern technology so i appreciate that we did have fun though it was fun and i don't think we broke a sweat which was great no, it was freezing. I, and I remember, I don't think anybody in our group made a putt over six feet, eight feet, something like that. The, I the, think, uh, yeah. Pine Combined Hurst feet of put, putts made was not a big number. Number one had some serious strap vibes, like, for, like first round of a strap trip, warm-up round, but the greens had that that ripper, grainy Bermuda vibe. Like, they, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish they would turn the greens up or, you know – I think I was talking to you out there about how they could, with the greens being so flat, just make them like outrageously fast. Um, But, you know, I'm sure the members would hate that. And, you know, it wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be conducive to a good resort round. Uh, But the greens are pretty slow. So all those putts, like when they lose speed on that Bermuda, they just die very, very, very quickly. And they just rip left or they rip right. And so we were having a a ton of, ton of problems. Me personally with my, my center shafted putter, uh, just finding the correct line. Couldn't couldn't blend the line and the speed that day. I hate when that happens. I can't uh, stand that. Yeah, you're right about the the grain though. The like slow grainy greens I think are are the hardest to putt for me. Uh, yeah, and we run into that a lot with uh, you know our our strap travels. <laughs> We're not playing a lot of like twelve you know twelve on the stint meter greens. Um, all right, what else do we what else do we need to talk about here? 
No, I think, I mean, I think we kind of summed it up. It's, it's a, I think this is a, a short leisurely podcast for a, a short leisurely golf course. Yeah. Right. Like I, would I recommend Piners number one? I would as part of, you know, a long day of golf. I think it's a really good way to, if you're racing daylight, um, you know, it, it's, it's still, it's very interesting despite being wide and, you know, on the card and kind of out in front of you looking very easy. Like, you know, we both did not score well. Like we, you know, we struggled out there and, 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 you know, all the information would say we should, which that makes me want to go play it again to figure out like, did I just play horrible or, you know, is it really just some mind games around the green? Yeah. I I think that's exactly right. Um, You know who played really well there? Who? My neighbor, Will Grimmer, shot a 59 in the North-South Boys Junior Am in uh, 2013. Yeah. So if that makes you feel any better. They turn the greens up for that. Probably a bit, you know, probably a little bit. Yeah. I I think the other thing that would be cool if they did out there was just made the green, like double the size of every green. (laughs) Just made it. Made it the giant putting con tripping and putting contest. That, that, yeah. that, and maybe that wouldn't be maybe that wouldn't be true to, to you know Donnie's to Donnie. vision, right? Or or to history. But I think the idea of having like a really short course with just diabolical greens at Pinehurst is a kind of fits with the resort, right? That it's just like a giant shipping and putting contest. Well, I mean that we kind of mentioned earlier, like I feel like that's almost number three. Yeah, good point. You know, I, I feel like the greens at three are more, much more similar to what you'll find at number two, and it's even shorter, of course, than number one. Yeah, and I love three. I, I yeah, I would recommend both of them. One, but yeah, they're they're both great buffer buffer rounds when you're presumably playing two and four as well. Have you have you played them all? No, gosh, no. I I think I've played one through four and then i think i played number eight but it's been years and years ago yeah i'm i'm one through four don't have five or six or seven played eight don't have nine yeah and i think yeah there's a tenth coming i think or that's the word we'll see yeah so cool well i think that's it man always always a pleasure chopping it up with you big guy yeah you too um was a fun day was a was a great walk and i think we did uh the spirit and vision of of that early pinehurst uh you know philosophy we 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 did it justice with with just some leisure golf hitting balls uh taking a stroll love it see ya all right see ya